Welcome back to the Memory Country Music Podcast. This week we got to talk to Ian Munsick, and we got to talk about what it was like growing up in Wyoming, what it was like playing music with his dad and his brothers early on, some of his biggest influences, his unique sound, and of course, his record, Coyote Cry, which is out now. This is a fun one. Ian Munsick on the RCM Podcast. Coming at you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. And you may say, Kyle, your voice sounds a little bit deeper. You know why? Because it's the first thing I've said all morning. So, you know, my <laughs> voice has dropped down and I don't sound like a 13-year-old kid. So we're getting rolling here. Um, I'm back with another episode and I uh, get to welcome on Ian Munsick. And uh, I'm super excited to have him here. Uh, obviously, I'm a big fan. If you know me, you know I love Ian. So this is cool for me. Ian, thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm excited to get to talk to you a little bit. Yeah, Kyle, man, I appreciate you having me on here, dude. And uh, when it comes to the thirteen-year-old uh, thing, man, I totally understand, bro. I I, uh, I have probably the highest voice in country music, man. So I get that all the time. So you're not alone. It's a, uh, you know, it's a, there's only a few of us, and, and <laughs> we're we're pretty cool, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but Ian, you're from Wyoming, and uh, and and that's pretty damn cool because I always said I always say this like this is not a joke. I said uh, one day I'm just gonna because I'm from New Jersey, right? Uh, we live in very different. Well, you know, we're from very different parts of the country. But I always say one day I'm just gonna pick up and go off the grid and move to Wyoming or like move to Montana or somewhere else. And uh, I just think it's cool if you could just like kind of kind of go into it. And I know I know I know you always talk about when it comes to your music, you always say um i'm country also western like there, there's a there's a, a mix there right and if you could just kind of give a spark notes version of kind of like uh what that means to you and why and why that's kind of how you portray yourself which i think is a fantastic way to do it like i think that's actually really cool but i just kind of want to know why you kind of um came to that conclusion what that kind of means to you that country me- western mentality yeah dude i mean really man it's uh my music has always been inspired by the landscape of where I'm from. Um, it's man, it's, it's probably the most inspiring place, um, for me musically. Every time I go home, um, back to my parents' ranch that I was born and raised on, I'm, I'm always inspired to create more music and music that helps capture that landscape in my music. And, uh, you know, country music growing up and even before then and still now has been always dominated by kind of the southeastern or texas or the occasional california thing man but um but the rocky mountain region uh man that's as country as it gets there's no place more country in this country than the rocky mountain region man and um people there are as country as they come there there it's all about agriculture and working hard and um being a a good person at the end of the day man which is uh why i love it um and it's also there's just a a respect for the earth and for the land out there because it is such a beautiful spot that you don't want to take advantage of the land you know whereas you go elsewhere and um it's it's not as pretty and then you're like oh well we can take advantage of this because we're not hurting the eyes you know what i mean but you go out there man and you can there's a lot of damage that 
you can do that um that is harder because of how beautiful it is man right. so um, i always try and pay tribute to where i'm from one because it's an inspiring place too because there's just not a lot of that um in country music right now yeah. man i love it i love it i think that's i really do think that's so awesome obviously i've seen the pictures that they like you post on you know when you're home and stuff and uh it's pretty badass it's pretty yeah. cool it's pretty <laughs> freaking cool and every time i look at it, i'm like man man like he he grew up in such a better place than i grew up eye-wise <laughs> to the eye i'm not yeah. i'm not, I'm not yeah. dog in the tri-state area but to the yeah. eye you win you win if, if yeah. we're raining on beautiful myths, you win. You absolutely win so like what's all right let, let me i just want to like a little uh brief uh history here or kind of like a backstory what's it like growing up in wyoming what did you do did you did you just because you said you grew up on a ranch so was it all kind of horses and and, and that kind of deal and that's what you did and uh what kind of music did you grow up listening to i mean obviously country music is is a big part but yeah. you know you have a lot of different influences you know if you yeah. just listen to your sound in general so i'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on there yeah man um so i grew up uh playing country music with my two older brothers and my dad um we played in a band growing up every i was probably eight years old um when i played my first gig with them and uh, man, growing up playing with with those guys, uh, man, it taught me um, just how special music was, man. Cause it was it was um, it was always just kind of a I really got to spend a lot of quality time with them um, through that and make other people happy through the process, man. So that was always um, I knew that that was what I wanted um, from a very very young age, man. And um, so we did a lot of that. Growing up, um, always had horses and cows around, man. So um, I would always go out with my dad and my two older brothers and do chores and work around the ranch and do all that, man, and um, travel to go see my brothers do rodeo and stuff like that. And um, yeah, man, so that was always a big part of it. But music was always what we would all do in the evening in our house, man. It was just it was just the uh, environment that my dad and my mom really cultivated for yeah. us. So, um, so that was cool, man. And, um, obviously country music was a big influence just cause that was the world that I was around. Right. Um, but a lot of Western music like Ian Tyson and, um, Tom Russell and other artists like that. Um, and then bluegrass music. Um, I always was a huge advocate of, from a young age, just because it took me to the mountains and I just loved the eeriness of bluegrass music and the rawness of bluegrass music and, um, and just the sheer talent that the players had. Um, but man, obviously growing up in the nineties, dude, I loved hip hop music and, um, pop music. And that, um, also has an influence on my music, man. There's a lot of, uh, drum programming, the, occasional 808 that drops and stuff like that man but uh at the end of the day man i'll always go back to country music and um the heaviness of the lyric in country music is really why i love it man it's because um in a world where lyrics are getting less and less important in mainstream country man it'll always be the one that uh at the end of the day man if you have a really good lyric uh it can change a person's life man so uh that's what i always go back to but trying to mix it in with modern day production yeah. um just because that was you know i'm a 90s baby man so yeah. 
technology and studio life. Um, I've always been a, a studio rat and love to experiment um, yeah. with with my sound. I, you know what? The, the craziest thing for me is like I've been listening, I've been following you in your career for for you know a good handful of years at this point. And you know the first thing I always took away is I always said like when I first when I when I first I guess the first time I stumbled upon you was with that first EP, that first uh, self titled EP. And and when I first listened to that whole thing. I remember looking at my buddy and, and saying like, um, this guy's awesome. And he's like this, he's got this new set. He's got this different sound that like we didn't necessarily hear prior. And um, I can just tell he has so much coming from all these different genres that, that make up his sound. And obviously, you know, with the instruments, there's a lot of bluegrass uh, and, and things of that nature, heavy uh, uh, influence there. And then, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad you said the, uh, you know, the, the hip hop and the pop, uh, part of it too, because I, I hear that too. And I think that's so awesome. And that's what makes you unique. And, 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 um, you know, that, that's, that's kind of who you are. And I think that's so cool because, you know, not for nothing, but a lot of times you hear a lot of people doing the same stuff and, and it, you know, kind of gets dried out. Right. And you like some yeah. like refreshing new sound. And I think that's cool that that's, that's who you are and that's what you, you push forward. And I, and I really do, um, I admire that because of, um, you know, what you're doing. Um, Thank you. but let, let's talk about, we, we can circle into those older songs, but I really want to hone in on these new songs that, that you just put out. Um, it's been a big year for you in the last year. You, you know, you've done a lot. You're on, you know, you're, you're, uh, touring shows right now, which is awesome. And, um, you just, you put out your album. Um, how many months ago was that? I'm blanking. Uh, that was, uh, April, April. April. So okay. Four, uh, five cry. It's awesome. It's incredible. Thank it's, you. It's, it's amazing. It's so good. And it's on vinyl now too, which, which yes, uh, doesn't help my vinyl addiction. All right. Come on. <laughs> you're really not helping me out, Ian. Come on. I, mean, you know, I thought we were friends. You're, you're, I'm, I'm losing my money more and more. All right. But it's okay. I love vinyl. Um, so let's talk about it. It's, it's 10 songs. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, solo. It's got songs like Long Haul. Um, some some just fantastic songs. And you obviously have a Fleetwood Mac cover on there as well in Dreams. Um, but one thing that I loved when I went through uh, the album is that, you know, aside from that cover, you've had a hand in writing all nine, all the nine of those other songs, um, which you don't always see. And yeah. it's awesome that you do that. And obviously there's some other familiar, uh, familiar names on there. Uh, Randy Montana, Carlton Anderson, so on and so forth. But um, you know uh, it's awesome to see that you're, that you want a hand and, and to dip your hand into each song. So when you put that album together, right, um, did you say like, because obviously you released a few singles as well, but did you say, because to me, it's a it's a, a project that kind of explains you. And there's a bunch of different aspects of your life in this album, whether that be, you know, you know, your relationships or, um, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's some things about music on there as well and, and how you grew up. And I think it's awesome that it kind of is this whole project. Was that your main goal at the, at the, at the start of it? Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. It was always, uh, you know we put out um, the EP at the end of 2017. And right after that is when I started to write for the album, man. Like actually like a few weeks later, man, we're just like, all right, now we're in album mode. Let's go. And we had two years um, to write the album, man. So every day was just trying to top the last day. And um, what I really wanted um, to incorporate was uh you know, because the first EP was kind of more stripped down acoustic, um, gave a good um, image of where it was going to go. Um, so, man, it was uh, it was 
I really wanted the tunes to be hold their worth, just me and a guitar. Um, but then to expand on that and, um, show the world that, um, you know, country music isn't just acoustic instruments, man. It can, it can slap, you know? So that was the goal was to get the slappers on there, man. Um, and just for the live man, for the live, um, show, um, there's a lot of up tempos on the album. There's only, I think two or three that are kind of, um, ballady you know so i always write with performing in front of crowds in mind man you know um because they just want to have a good time at the end of the day you know and then if you sprinkle in the the long hauls or the me against the mountains you know that's when then you get the longevity out of them but you have to hold them through that you know so um tunes like i see country and mountain time and stuff like that 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 have the slap element you know definitely help that man and um you know just blending the the instruments that that i love like the fiddle and the banjo with more modern day pop production um was absolutely the goal in mind man um post malone was probably my number one listened to artist in 2018 and that's when a lot of the tunes that we wrote um for the album were being written you know so that was a lot of i was obsessed with the way his bass slaps and the energy is just there every time man so that was um a influence in terms of just the um the production man um but again always trying to pay tribute to wyoming and the way that i grew up and the people that i grew up around because again man there's just not enough representation of of the Rockies and of cowboys and ranchers in country music, even though um, they're the ones that um, we write country music about, man, there's nobody more country than those people, man. So uh, that was always the goal, man, is to bridge the gap of traditional country music with modern day. Awesome. And I think that that's incredible. And I, and I, I think part of the reason why is I think everything you just said, trying to make it more modernized and, and, and the fact that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that kind of complain about what's country and what's not country. And, 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 and that's, you know, okay. Um, what I think, and I always say this, so anyone that thinks I'm not going to, that, that I'm doubling back on what I typically say, you're, you're wrong. Cause I always say this, that country music is, is, it has to do with the writing, right? You know, it has to do with what you say. And that, and that's what, in my opinion, makes it country because there's no genre. Like you said, there's no genre that pays so much attention to the words than country music. So at the end of the day, if I said, here's this person that's traditionally really country, I don't know who I would bring up. And then here's Ian. And I show them to my friends that don't like country music nor listen to country music. I honestly think they could listen to your stuff and say, this guy's really good. Because the thing is that, is that they're not paying attention. They're not paying attention to, um, to necessarily like what they're, they're not expect what they're expecting is not what they're getting. And I think yeah. that's what's so important. And that's really why your success is so great and why, you know, they, they see that that's why it's happening for that pur- purpose. And, and, um, Again, it's awesome to see. How is it great? How how great is it to be able to play those songs live finally? How great! Oh, dude, it, it's the best, man. It was uh, gosh, man. We um we put out Mountain Time in Solo January of 2020, um, and that was obviously right when things were starting to close down. So we had to go a whole year and some change, man. Um, and then the album 
came out uh, almost a year later. Mm-hmm. And then so people had time to consume the music and make it their own so that by the time we were on the road, our first time playing, they already knew all the words, man, which is really, really cool. <laughs> dude. So, so that was cool. Um, Obviously, it would have been nice to, to get out there earlier, man. But uh, man, I'm just very, very grateful and will never take that for granted again, man. Um, being able to play in front of country music lovers. Um, and they're, they're just, now they just want to have a, they are starving for country music live, which makes it a ton. I mean, it's, it's always a blast, man. There's never a bad gig, man. It's always just a ton, man. It's, it's awesome, man. It's yeah. I love it. I think it's awesome. And like, like, you know, if nothing else, I mean, I do this each week, week in and week out, but I've, I've obviously the only reason why I'm sitting here is because I'm a huge country music fan. So I, you know, I've, I feel the same way, you know, I'm, I'm hungry for more. I, you know, that's, that's what I want to see. I'm driving three hours in a couple of weeks to see <laughs> Granger Smith up in the middle of nowhere in New York to watch him play. A because why uh, not? Right. Dude, yeah, dude, exactly, man. Exactly. Well, why not? A year ago, you weren't able to drive three hours to go watch him, you know. So now you can. So you might yeah. as well do it. Like, and an intimate show like that. I mean, like, why not? Oh, yeah, so that, I get it. Like, I completely get it. And I, and I, you know, I, I get where everyone's coming from. And I, you know, they just want they they consume the music over the last year. Now they just want to sing their hearts out. That's what yep. they want. Yep. And it's great. It's great. It's happening, and it's great. And I love it. And you know. It's just, it's just an awesome feeling and it's awesome to see it happening and, and, and it's exciting. Ian, when, when you, this business is a, it's a, uh, it's, it's a business at the end of the day, but it's a, you know, it's a little bit of a dog eat dog world kind of deal. You know, you kind of got to, it's all about what's the next step, right? You know, you obviously want to, um, you know, let these things marinate and stuff, but it's all about kind of what's the next step. How do you, you know, what makes you want to wake up every day and say, Oh, I like, I get to play music for a living and this is awesome. And I want to do this for the next 50 years. Like what makes you want to do that? Man, that's, that's tough, man. I, I wish that I had an answer, but honestly, man, it's just what I've always wanted. I, I really think that my purpose on earth is to make music. Um, and man, honestly, it's because of, of the people who listen, man, it's, uh, I, every time I get a DM that's, um, says, Hey man, uh, long haul changed my life, man. And, um, it brought me out of a dark place. It's just like, boom, man, right there. That is, I get to do what I love and it helps other people in their life, man. And that is just like, dude, it's a, it's a, win, 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 man. So, uh, if I, if there's a day goes by that I am not creating music, I feel like, uh, man, my fire just isn't there. And then I'm like, ah, man, like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and then I go and make music. I'm like, boom, there it was. And, um, I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So, uh, it's just, man, I'm just always grateful to be doing it. And, um, also, grateful to um be confident that this is why i'm on earth man is to uh is to make music man so just very very grateful i that's awesome ian i i want to ask you really quickly as as we as we wrap it up here a little bit um uh do you have any advice for for the um for the young artist that is trying to pave their own way like you have and and trying you know maybe uh teeter on that on that 
you know, line of, 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 of sounds and they don't want to do this, but they want to kind of get a little, a little funky and explore a little more yeah, and they want to do that thing. What is the advice? Because I, I know for you personally, I know that when you started doing your thing, it was probably like, uh, I mean, people probably criticize you a little bit yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and you had to eat it and you had to just say like, you know what, I know what I want to do and I know who I am and I'm going to continue doing that. So for the next person that's coming up, the 20 year old that wants to kind of be the next Ian Munsick and, 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 you know, play that sound and, and, and do, do take risks. What do you, what, yeah. what is the advice you have for them? Man, uh, I would say, man, is that you just can't, uh, you, you can't take advice, uh, you can't take criticism from people that you wouldn't take advice from, man. And that was, uh, that's great advice, man, is, is, uh, if you play it for people that you respect and they tell you, and, and when I say respect, I mean, respect in your craft, not, you know, like if your brother is like, Hey man, I don't like that song. Then it's like, all right, well then it's not for you, but I guarantee you that there are people out there that will, love that man even if it's not your best work and there's plenty of tunes out there that um that i'm like uh like yeah that's a good one but i have ones that are way better people still will say that those ones are their favorite man so uh you never know man there's jazz music there's classical music there's heavy metal music there's country music there's rock and roll there's hip-hop music i mean there's so much music out there that uh don't put yourself in a box, man. Do what you got to do. Get the creativity out um, because you're not going to figure out who you are until you get it all out and figure out who you are. You know, that's all a part of the process, man. Yeah. So. And the, the way I see it, too, is 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 that, um, you know, some of those songs that, like you said, some of those songs that may not have been the ones for you are the ones for other people because of the words that are being said. And, yeah. um, you know, that's happened to me. And that's, you know, I, I've said that to people and people go, you know, what, Kyle, that, that wasn't my favorite song when I recorded it. And I say, yeah, you know what, but it helped me. You know, yeah, it helped me out I, a lot. Like you said, long haul, long haul helped me a lot in more ways than you think long haul helped me a lot. So, um, you know, there are. It, and it could just be a line that sets that sets the song apart from the other yep. one. You could hear a line and say, like, that's it. Like, that's yep. the reason why this song is this song for me. So I think you're in, absolutely right. Never put yourself in a box. Do what you want to do. Take the risks. Be different. And, uh, you know, kind of do it the way you want. Because that's why it's fun, right? That's why we have fun doing it. That's why you have fun doing making music. That's why I have fun doing this. I do. I float exactly. by, my own, by my own boat. I just do what I want. So <laughs> yeah, bro, Exactly. Just do what you want. That's the way I see it. Yeah, absolutely. Ian Munsick, you're one hell of a dude. I really do appreciate you coming to hang out with me. Uh, this was awesome. And um, I'm so excited to see what else you got in store. So thank you so much for coming to hang out with me. I sure do appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're man, awesome. Man, dude. You're awesome, dude. Everybody, you can go follow Ian, Ian Munsick on Instagram. All one word. His album, Coyote Cries, out now. Go listen to it. Go stream it. Go love it. Go spin it. Do all the great things. It is incredible. And I'm probably going to buy it on vinyl after we hang up here. Let's so go, everybody, dude, let's go. To the Remember Country Music Podcast. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. As always, I'm Kyle Corbus. That's Ian Munsick. This is a hell of an episode. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.